Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy. Hi, again. Hello, mate. Just the dynamic duo again. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Catwoman's off somewhere else, but uh, <laughs> Adelia's. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- to be fair, we haven't had an update on the new cat for a, for a while. So mm. he might have like six or eight by now. Who knows? True. <laughs> and that's how he'll become Catwoman. <laughs> yes, you're right. Just imagine him in all of that spandex. <laughs> oh no! Wait, Catwoman's a bit, <laughs> bit leathery, isn't she? Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, what is the actual way that she turned into Catwoman? Because I, is it like the Richard, not Richard, Richard Burton? Like what? Tim Burton. The t- yes, <laughs> Tim Burton. Uh, didn't didn't she just like fall off an apartment building and get? A few cats sit on her face or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how Catwoman gets her cat-like reflexes. I, you know, I don't remember takes on it. Yeah, because uh, I again, I don't know the Halle Berry in in that film version. Um, I don't even know which film that one. It's a mystery. Was. Yeah. Which one was that? Yeah. Um, who's the other one? Michelle Pfeiffer well is in the yeah. is in the Tim Burton ones against uh, against yeah. Michael Keaton. I, I don't know. Yeah, I thought yeah, a, a I cat thought, like... bit her like Spider Man, and it was a radioactive cat. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> okay. And all uh, she got yeah, was we'll like go <laughs> good agility. That was it. Yeah, cat just sprayed in her face, and she's like. Oh. <laughs> She was just, know, you know, uh, sleeping on the sofa. It was coming in, marking yeah. its territory, and that was it. She inhaled yeah, it and became yeah. a cat herself. Because mm-hmm. that's obviously how it works. Um, it's episode 364. Um, I'm going to open up a beer. Um, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm bringing beers this week. Lucy's bringing games. We thought we'd share the burden of, uh, yes. <laughs> of being on <laughs> the, the internet together. Burden. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm terrible going to drink... Beer and terrible game. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully not terrible beer. Um, a while back, we were saying, why are there no sort of like red rye ales and anything like that mm. at the moment? I've not got re- anything... I don't think it's got rye in it. I'll double check on the flavour text. But I've got a red IPA. It's a beer from Good Chemistry called Flashdance oh. Feeling... It is seven percent, and what's the flavour text telling me? An all new IPA hopped with Simcoe, Vic Secret, and HBC six thirty for strong notes of pine with subtle red currant. The perfect balance of bright experimental hops and complex specialty malts. Okay. It's got. It suggests on its little wheel eighty two percent hoppiness. 57% maltiness, 52% bitterness, and 64% sweetness. Okay. So, essentially a hoppy, sweet beer, a little bit of bitterness on the end. But we shall yeah. just see. Yeah, I wonder how malty it is, because that's what I would expect from, like, a red ale. Mm, um, mm. But I have I have seen them a bit more often recently. Um, uh, you know, red and amber ales. Yeah. Uh, more so than, like, in the last couple of years, which... To say, still not, you know, prolific, but there's a there's been a few more. Um, 
let's say every one out of 30 cans I see is, okay. a, is a red beer as opposed to every one out of 500 how it used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it, think it may be coming back. That would be nice. I, I like, a, like a, mm. a, a, a red IPA or a red ale or uh, mm-hmm. um, something with a bit of rye in it. This does have yeah. it does say sort of um, I'd imagine that rye would um, be an allergen because it's a, a cereal, mm. um, but it doesn't have rye in it. It's got malted barley, wheat, and oats in it, um, or at least that's the allergens that they tell us. They yeah. don't give okay. us any of the actual malts themselves. Um, oh, I didn't see, but the pairings are flying sparks, eighties perms, and on point. With an E on the end? I don't know what that one is. What, like, is that a... Maybe I'm not 80s enough. Ba- ba- ballerina pose. Potentially, oh, it's Flash, <laughs> yes, Flash Dance, I guess. Um, yes. <laughs> Something to do got, with dancing and <laughs> wiggly legs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just insulted all the ballerinas. Absolutely, ever. yes, completely. Like, um, I trained 20 years, so my legs work, work wiggly. <laughs> They're not meant to wobble... Yeah. So you get the red currant on this straight away. Okay. Out of, the nose is absolutely that. Not getting much else. It's just a sweet kind of red currant. It almost. Um, I suppose red currant's an interesting one because mm. I could see this being very. And it, again, I would imagine it would depend on the yeast that it's paired with. Almost getting a bit licorice in there, you know, uh, okay. um, that red currant kind of getting a bit more aniseedy, and, and it's starting yeah. to maybe be paired with sort of uh, um, some more woody notes, or like this one that we'll see because it's uh, it's got some piney notes to it as well. Whether it starts to be a little bit licorice, but from the nose, you it, it's it's not quite there. It's that sweet red currant. Okay, picturing it. I'm picturing mm. it. You can see it has got a, 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 a kind of a red. Tinge to it, but yeah. that's better on the camera than it is in person. In person, it's a bit more of a murky kind of brown, um, with yeah, a, oh, okay. with a yeah. slight hint of red, not very much at all. Hmm. Um, There's something appealing about the look, though, mm. even from where I am. I don't know. So, flavor's interesting. Mm-hmm. The red currant is there. It's sweeter on the nose than it is in the flavor. Um, they did mention that it was quite a high. 64% sweetness, so it expects quite a lot of sweetness in there. But I'm getting much more, and that's, uh, okay. You're getting the red currant straight away. That's sort of the first initial flavour. A little bit of sweetness to it, but not big. It's not a huge kind of in-your-face flavour. The pine kicks in quite quickly, mm. and it's maybe a little bit more... Not necessarily artificial but it's kind of that fake car pine smell rather than <laughs> a wood pine smell that you'd get if you were walking mm. through a, 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 a forest um, and I think maybe that's something of the 7% showing through a little bit, it feels a little bit more perfumey, a little bit more alcoholy mm. on there mm-hmm. which is maybe detracting from those flavours very very slightly um, but it does kick in with this this bitterness. So it's got this nice red currant, kicks in with some pine, and the bitterness follows in through 
on the back of that kind of initial pine flavour. And the bitterness has actually got a little heat to it, almost. It's a little sort of tingly at the back of the mm. mouth. Not too much. It's not getting on that kind of ashy kind of end of things so, and it's acrid, yeah and it's not acrid it's, yeah. it doesn't have that it's not quite there and i think maybe that's because the red currant runs throughout the flavor so whilst <laughs> it does go red currant the pine kicks in the bitterness comes through that red currant sticks around through those other uh, elements happening so it ties it up quite neatly i suppose you almost come back to the start of the beer uh, um, mm. at the end, although a little bit harsher because that bitterness is there as well. It's more me talking, I think, that my mouth is getting dry than the beer itself, but it's nice, smooth, medium-bodied, and it does have a bit of a dryness to it. Um, it doesn't. It, it's not going to quench your thirst. It's not refreshing uh, in, yeah. in any way, even though this is a little bit colder as well. I only took it out of the fridge maybe... 15 20 minutes ago now uh, maybe a little bit longer actually maybe maybe more like 25 minutes something like that um but it's still nice and cool but mm -hmm. it's it, it feels like a beer that would be perfect like at the end of the day so you've had a couple of beers whether they've been like pilsners or, or pales or something a little bit lighter a little bit more crisp and refreshing following them up with this would be ideal i think and yeah. you could sit there in the late evening sun and just sup on this as kind of your finish for the for the evening um so hopefully it's something that they continue to brew through the spring mm. and into the summer because it'd be very nice when um late summer when the, yeah when the sun starts to disappear kind of beer, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah i like this yeah because i always um attribute red ales and stuff like that with just Autumnal weather. Mm, mm. That like fireside. Absolutely. Nice and earthy, malty, as you say. Yes, like yes. Malty, woody, of... earthy. You can sit by a mm -hmm. fire and it kind of gives you a sense of warmth. It doesn't warm you, but it gives you a sense of warmth, at least. Yeah. And I think this has that. It's maybe not misplaced in the spring, as we're still quite. Uh, um, it's not too light. I mean, uh, um, too well, late. You look at the weather outside. Some at any <laughs> point during the day, it seems. I mean, it's up and down. And then, yeah, it could be could be winter. Could be autumn. Absolutely. Could be the, yeah. Somewhere in the Mediterranean. <laughs> <laughs> it just changes every hour. It's maddening. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Like just just be sunny and nothing else. I was um, much. <laughs> I was going to step out the door earlier, um, mm -hmm. and I opened it to just hail. I'm like I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to yeah. stay here. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. it just hailed for about ten minutes, and it was so loud. Um, <laughs> I just hid back inside for a bit, did a bit more work. I'm like well, when yeah. the noise stops, I will leave. Uh, and then. It's just yeah, that was like here over here a few days ago, and mm. it was just like, oh, heavens opened up and just hail, and then ten minutes later it's sunshine. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, 
the sun is doing all the hard work. All, all, all the earth has to do is get the bloody clouds out of the way. You know what I mean? If it rotates yeah, a bit I mean, faster, it even rolls over. Yeah. Yeah, it even rolls over every day. It's like, you don't have to do much. Just get rid of the clouds. <laughs> yeah? The sun's doing all the hard work. Absolutely. God. Oh. Um, should we talk about some games? And I'll sit here and enjoy yeah. this, this beer. Um, we'll come to you, Lucy. You're bringing the games this week. I've um, just yeah. been just been plugging away at sort of the games that I was playing previously. Mm-hmm. Put a tiny bit more into the last workup, but not much. Playing a bit more Marvel Snap, a bit more Crisis Core. Uh, uh, started um, the Last of Us, um, the remastered there version. There was oh, a okay. there was so PlayStation. Uh, did I talk to you about this? Or did I talked to Adam about this. PlayStation have started this. Uh, stars program where every month it's not quite as good as the microsoft rewards um but every month they will give you a different set of tasks to do and they can be quite um abstract in what it asks you (laughs) so it will it will come up and say uh, one of the tasks was uh to do with zombies and basically it gave you some five clues those five clues relate to a game and if you play any one of those games you get the points Mm. associated with that that task there's only maybe four or five tasks a a month um Mm -hmm. one was to uh um oh there was something else as well which made me put death stranding back in because it was the only game i had on the list (laughs) of games i'm like cool i'll put that back in and just fire it up cool and and the same with game pass fired it up Mm -hmm. got the points took it you know stopped playing it instantly um oh yeah but with the last of us i have been feeling that that itch um okay. I, I mentioned it when we were talking about the uh, the tv show so i have played a couple of hours of that but i mean there's nothing more to report on that game past mm-hmm. you know the conversations we've already had uh, about it so i will not yeah. divulge any further um so we can okay. come to you lucy um, just quick question. So mm. the, the the Last of Us remastered mm-hmm. that came to oh no, is that the one that just recently came out or the one that was from twenty fourteen? No, this is the uh yeah the re release of the original game for PlayStation Four. Right. Okay. So I think it's just an up resed yeah, yeah, version yeah, the, the, with the checkerboarding the yeah and the yeah. and the HDR settings basically. Um oh, okay. It, right. it looks I mean you know I imagine a lot of us have got The Last of Us 2 as the mm. kind of the way that we think these games look. Yeah, um, the benchmark, yeah. The The Last of Us it, I mean end of the PS3 it looked great. It looks it looks incredibly dated now. Um, yeah, yeah, very flat in terms of its yeah. textures and, and things. So uh, yeah, it's it's interesting yeah. to go oh. back to it. It's the it's the one that they did. Um, Last of Us Part One, I think it's called. Whatever that came out as a broken mess on PC. Yep. Is is that on PS4 or is it only PS5? Yes, I think it's only PS5 uh, and, oh, okay. and PC, yeah. um, and it's a complete remake that one. So new engine, 
all remade yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, it's it's it kind of blurs the lines between not quite a remake like Resident Evil Four. Mm-hmm. But he's it, it, that he, well, I'd say probably Resident Evil Two. Like, there's so many different grades of it. Like, yeah. Dead Space and Resident Evil Four are probably a step below that, that where they're more faithful to the original, but are more than just a uprising mm-hmm. the textures. So, um, we'll call that the uh, the middle ground of remasters. Um, I remember watching a Digital Foundry thing when it originally came out. Um, because the guy who, who tests, especially like PlayStation exclusives, he's, he was quite hot on The Last of Us. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they did a lot of work um, and, you know, just sort of changes that you wouldn't know unless you've recently played the original. So, right. Uh, yeah, probably the way to go is picking up the um, the part one version or whatever that came out. Yes, but yeah, but only yeah. on PS5 because the PC yeah, version's you, got some say if you big come into problems, it new, I think. Let's yeah. say, yeah, if you come into it new, that's the one to get. Mm. Um, yes, uh, I never finished the show. Um, oh, okay. I didn't want to. <laughs> I I got to uh, the episode with Riley. Um, yeah. And I was thinking, man, that that DLC was good. And then just some of the lines that they said, they just fell so flat to me. Um, None of the acting's bad. It's just Mm -hmm. that when when you've seen it before and you've just seen it in a way that can't be reproduced because it's always going to be more impactful the first time round. Absolutely. Um, That's why episode three with the Bill one was so powerful. I think it's Mm. excellent TV and think the rest... The episodes just didn't hit those heights, like not even close for me. But um, yeah, it was just it's just so a weird, uncanny valley kind of thing to it, except that it's like real humans. Um, but it's yeah. just like mm, didn't hit. So maybe, maybe I will, you know, when I just want to have some more zombie fiction in my life, like you at the moment. Maybe I'll go back to the last two or three episodes mm-hmm. or something. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I I got as far as I could. It's it's very <laughs> faithful um, mm, with a lot faithful. of the scenes and yeah, uh, and and the way it sort of all rounds out. Uh, that I mean, it's it's faithful in a way that yes, as a TV show, it's hitting a much broader audience that won't have experienced mm-hmm. that before. Yeah, Unlike and I think it's really well made, and the actors are really good, completely. and everything like completely. that. It's just that the actors in the game were better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think you're yeah. you're right in that the Bill episode was probably the best one, uh, but, mm-hmm. and and great for us because it gave us something different. I would have loved mm-hmm. them to have thrown in, and I would imagine a lot of the community we've and we've talked about Ish before. Mm-hmm. If we'd have just got a little bit more of that. Yeah, in there yeah. as well, you know, the, the, because... they they pulled in new characters. They could have just for the kind of people who played the game start to bring in some of those kind of really like fan favorite uh, mm-hmm. uh, environmental storytelling elements <laughs> to to be uh, yeah. a kind of part of it as well. Um, but they focused on other elements, I suppose, to try and drive the story along a little bit more mm-hmm. instead. 
Yeah, because uh, with the ish thing, was it? I- I'm blanking on it because when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, that ish. Yeah, this is the part. Where, you know, I, I I know it. Was it? Was it that much implied what happened? I can't because I don't. I feel like they didn't stay long there. So they didn't massively. It was mm. um, so in the game. It's when you're with uh, Henry and Sam, yeah. and you're going yeah. through the sewers. Um, and mm-hmm. the kind of the underground area, and in the show you do that, you go through that, mm-hmm. and it, and it mm-hmm. picks up on some of those scenes. So when mm-hmm. um, they're playing football in that kind of yeah. class, in that underground classroom kind of mm-hmm. area, there is a, there is a little bit of a call. I, I, I'm sure there's some there is something. Uh, and Ish's name is is mentioned kind of on a, on a wall or on a piece of paper. Or something again as that like environmental storytelling kind of element uh, in the game. I think it was four or five um, collectible uh, uh, notes mm. that basically charted. It's almost like a diary entry, um, yeah, yeah. And, and charted his his kind of journey through that space. Um, yeah, but it just. Because in the show, it was just like implied something bad happened here because there's no kids there, and obviously something bad happened, but it didn't quite go into the horrors of what actually happened, yeah. you know, canonically. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it just seems like a um, uh, missed opportunity a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you. This is where I'd say it's a nice uh, addendum to the to the game. It's a nice a nice thing to have on the side, mm-hmm. but when it's so faithful to the game, then it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> it just feels like okay, just rehashing the same thing. But mm. here's a little sprinkle of Bill for you, just as like mm, yeah, just little sprinkles that <sighs> which I thought would were, were good, and it should have had more of like the um. When when the flashback to how the outbreak happened in where was it in Asia? Can't remember. Uh, Iran wasn't but, um, it? Sorry, it was in like Kuwait or something like that. I think. I oh, okay. Um, or Turkey, maybe but, Istanbul or something like that. Yeah, but the um, uh, the, the mushroom lady, the mycologist or whatever, um, uh, like that flashback mm-hmm. was really good and really, you know, yeah, when she's like just. Napalm everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 I'm really interested to see what they do with the second game. Um, maybe they've caught up by then. Because, yeah. Uh, they're just playing Abby. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> oh. You know what they should just... You know what they should just do? They should just get a bloke to play Abby. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> because then the, uh, the, the little man-children complaining about it, they'll be like... Oh, what do we do? There's a really buff man, and we like buff men in our in our fiction. Get like fanfare, like John Cena mm. or someone like <laughs> really out of place Give as him well. Long hair. Not even. <laughs> no, you, you could get Dave Batista. Like Dave Batista, I think is great in very serious roles. He's great at acting. Yes. Um, someone like yeah. John Cena is a bit more comedic. Um, or you go for like Brock Lesnar, someone who's just never been in anything at all. Just his, de- his debut is playing Abby, um, just to see how the internet explodes. Vince McMahon, get Vince McMahon to play. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no matter, I'd watch all the yeah. way through. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it will be interesting to see how the how series two and three mm. are. Um, paced and structured Mm -hmm. considering the kind of the way that the second game works um, the second game can provide much more in terms of story for for TV especially if they keep it around about the same kind of episodes and and runtime and things so there's a lot for them to explore with that yeah Yeah, be interesting Mm. Uh, do you think it's going to have quite a quick turnaround um I don't know. These kind of bigger budget HBO shows now seem to take more than a year. So mm-hmm. I know that the Game of Thrones one, which we still haven't finished actually, um, I think we're only about halfway through the first season of House of the Dragon, I think. Um, they're waiting about 18 months to two years before okay. the second season comes out. Um, the Last of Us is shorter. I think a lot of the yeah. episodes were kind of maybe 40-ish minutes. A couple of longer ones, a couple of shorter ones. Um, I guess it will depend on the ease of things like location shooting uh, um, yeah. and that. Because do they... And, and a lot of it, a lot of The Last of Us Part Two happens in the same place. Um, it's not quite as spread out as the as the first game, you know that that, that yeah, kind of that yeah. journey, that that road trip kind of storyline. Um, a lot of it happens in the city, uh, apart from a few, you know, the, the initial kind of bits and a, and a few sort of interstitial elements before everyone kind of uh, moves on to the next uh, um, parts. And there's a lot of that game which I don't think they'll touch in a second or third episode, like the uh, uh, the last kind of act, which is almost like a fourth act in that game um, rather than the third act. So mm. yeah, it'll be, it'll, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I'll be interested to see interesting. just, just yeah, what, sure. you know, just watch it just to see how that's conveyed almost as just out of interest rather than something to actually sit down and, and watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got a good foundation. The first, mm. first series, as I say, it's good. It's, it's really well-made TV. It's just, for me, uh, a bit of a weird thing that I, mm-hmm. I couldn't push past after a certain point. But um, yeah, good TV show. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the reason that, especially if like Neil uh, Druckmann's involved with the second one as well, can probably expect similar results. And um, I mean, is he? Um, so Neil. Druckman, he got bumped up to something in Naughty Dog, didn't he? Whether he, yeah, I know. So he's now co-president of Naughty mm. Dog. Um, I mean, that's that's impressive. It, considering where he came from, you know. Um, yeah, good for him. It is absolutely. But does that mm-hmm. with his then kind of writing and participation on the show pull away from the studio? A little bit, or at least his—it's got to pull away from his responsibilities at the at the studio. And I wonder yeah, whether something yeah. like that will start to um, impact on the schedule that things are released. I I imagine that he probably wouldn't have been like lead on whatever they're doing anyway mm-hmm. next, because um, I mean, The Last of Us is his baby. Yeah, I think they said that they may not make free. 
and if they do, it'd probably be after whatever they're making now. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> given how long those games take to come out, yeah. he's he could have probably made season two, three, four, and five before <laughs> the next game comes out. So um, yeah, and still just be there, like okay, we're fixing the bugs now. Neil, come help us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It... And he's just like, this is crap, and just t- tears up the script. And he's like, start again. <laughs> he's like, we spent eight years. <laughs> I I can't remember whether Factions, which is this multiplayer version, oh, yeah. um, which is going to be coming yeah. out, um, which I would assume mm-hmm. is similar-ish to the the first game to multiplayer um, mm. gameplay. Um, completely but it's yeah, there, coming out as its own standalone product. Whether that comes this year mm-hmm. or, or next year. I can't imagine there's a huge story well, element you know to what? it, but it, it if kind you're not of... making the third game, all those assets, all that engine, you're not going to let that go to. Oh, make, absolutely, so. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But it it mm-hmm. kind of makes sense then to expand that little bit more, maybe into into telly, and actually, if mm-hmm. there's going to be bigger gaps between the seasons, do you throw together? some kind of show that is um, maybe, you know, like uh, Tales of the Last of Us or something like that. And every episode is completely different. Somewhere where you might get Ish's story, where you might get some of the other characters, uh, um, you know, the the uh, kind of a prequel to them appearing. So yeah. Henry and Sam or something like that. It would definitely be in like a Destiny model, though. And who the F wants that? Um, because, you know, like... They bought Bungie. Uh, Jim Ryan is running scared about uh, play, uh, um, Microsoft owning uh, Call of Duty. Yes. And, I mean, the whole thing's just a fiasco and embarrassing on both sides. But it's just <laughs> like, um, what you know, what people have rightly said is, Sony, you can also make your own multiplayer game yeah. that competes with Call of mm-hmm. Duty. And Last of Us is the game to do it with. Ooh. Like it, it's it's a bit it's like just make a live service game that has a long tail that can become a Destiny like. It's obviously not going to be bigger than Call of Duty mm-hmm. no matter what because it's only on one platform anyway. Yep. But but yeah, I mean, and you've got the best developer, in my opinion, uh, under your umbrella making it. Invest in that. Maybe it's... you know. I mean, sort of being spun off to a new game. Maybe maybe they have. Maybe someone beneath Jim Ryan is probably, you know, smarter than him. Has uh, been like, why don't we do this? <laughs> <laughs> How about this, Jim? And he'd be like, The Last of Us. That's from 2013. That's an old game. Yeah. Yeah. like, we're talking about. That's a very good game, impression Jim. of him as well. Um, <laughs> talking about the second game, Jim. 2020. Old. Throw it in the trash. No one plays old games. They'll do they'll do factions and whatever they're going to call it, and the year <laughs> after they'll have completely reworked it into a, a destiny like live service half MMO style yeah. kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's what I'd do personally because because the a lot of people love the uh, the first one's multiplayer mode. Mm, so it was great. I enjoyed yeah, that. I didn't play. I think I played one round of it, and that was me done. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> it built on the um, multiplayer from Uncharted Three quite well. Oh yes, mm. oh yeah. Gosh, remember that? Also played one round of that and got bored of it, <laughs> or maybe two. I think I played it more in four 
because mm-hmm. there were two. I can't remember whether it was two and three or three and four, which had the multiplayer versions. I think um, four did. But I, yeah, because wouldn't you like swing around? Don't you? Oh yes, it was. It was four because yeah. you could swing around. Yes, mm-hmm. I played that quite a lot. Um, yeah. And again, a, a release after um, the last one. When did four come out? Two thousand sixteen ish, something like mm-hmm. that for for Uncharted. Um, Playing multiplayer games on PlayStation just always felt wrong to me. <laughs> just because I had an Xbox 360 yeah. first. It was just like, yeah, that was the uh, dude bro uh, Madden <laughs> Call of Duty box. <laughs> it's like, I come to PlayStation for my uh, high art. Oh, yes, Not of multiplayer. Yes. <laughs> How crude and uncouth. Play multiplayer. Oh, I can't play multiplayer. I must <laughs> smash things with these giant chains of Olympus instead, and fuck these <laughs> random women on this bed. Um, <laughs> yes, high brag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Um, should we talk about that one game I played? Mm. Please. Uh, um, I played Storyteller. Uh, which is a game from Anna Perna. Ah, oh, yes. And um, let me get up the name of the developer. I think it's. Uh, I mean, it may just not be him alone, but uh, the main guy attached to it um, mm-hmm. has been working on the game for like I think it was like ten years or something. Um, let's have a look. Storyteller Steam. Yeah, I bought it. I think it only came out a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. March twenty third, um, and I bought it recently. Uh, it's Daniel Ben McGee. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a puzzle game. Is if you've heard of it, um, see, I think there's is the demo still up. Oh. Um, I'm not sure if the demo's still up. Uh, it's not on the Steam were... page. Oh, okay, which is they were running. floating about in like the last um, Steam festival and stuff like okay. that, I think, or um, prior to that maybe. Um, I still had it downloaded in my Steam, so could have been from uh, a year or two ago. Because it's so weird that they put demos up, take them down, and there's got to be a reason for it, but. One I can't understand because it's like put a demo for your game up. More likely, people are going to buy it than yeah. turned off by it. I think. Um, anyway, um, uh, I think I think this game came under a bit of flack, which is unfortunate because of its short runtime. Right. And I played it in one sitting, mm-hmm. and I had a hell of a time playing it. <laughs> you know, it was. Probably two hours, two and a half hours. Um, but you know, it's Steam. It's weird gamer babies. You know, it, <laughs> it, the weirdest thing is like if you're buying a video game, if you're buying a indie game as well, you've probably got disposable income. Mm-hmm. Probably gaming is a luxury. It's a hobby. Yep. If you're buying a little indie game that. You know, it's not like you're buying Eldering and that's your game for the year or something like that. If you're buying a little indie game, if you're close enough to the scene or whatever, then you've probably got enough disposable income. Like, what is it, thirteen ninety nine? 
I think I bought it for about eleven. The launch discount. Yeah, it's twelve twelve forty nine at the moment. Twelve forty nine, yeah. And the weirdest things is when you see reviews saying, "Oh yeah, I really enjoyed this game, but it's too short." Mm. Thumbs down, and just like if you enjoyed it, <laughs> then surely that justifies maybe not all the price. But most of it, you know what I mean, and it's just—it's just sad to see that it's I mean, um, a, a pizza costs the, the more than that, and you eat yeah. it in five minutes. Yeah, especially if you're hungry, you demolish that yeah, in seconds. Absolutely. So it just never makes sense to me. So it, it's it's sad, mostly positive, which I think is unfair. Um, is to. Yeah. Oh, I don't get it. I don't. I don't get yeah, it. Anyway, it, to describe it, it, in, interestingly, uh, um, the ones that are on the the front of the kind of reviews that are are kind of you know thumbs down. Um, it is just the cost. That is it. There is nothing else. Um, yeah. That people are, are, are saying. You know, people are saying I loved it, but it was too short. You're too short to be this expensive. This game has soul. It's a cute puzzle game with an interesting timeline mechanic, but it's cruelly short, and there's little reason to replay it once you finish it. Um, because um, I think I think the I saw the developer come out on like uh, Twitter and, and stuff and saying like, you know, maybe don't download the game if it's like good, <laughs> you know, and if there's nothing wrong with it and there's it's well made. Because the people complaining about it being too short are shortchanging themselves mm. because if there was any plan to release more levels or do bigger expansions or something like that you're just putting the game in possibly a worse financial position by you know downvoting it and people do look at you know the ratings on steam um these algorithms matter as well and it's like He's kind of shooting yourself in the foot at the same time. Yeah, it's not. It's it. It doesn't seem like it's a way to inform other, um, you know, purchases of customers. It just seems like I have a gripe about this. Let me gripe about it. You know, what I mean, there's nothing informative in downvoting something because of the the runtime. It's like say, really enjoyed this. It just know that it's short mm-hmm. when you're going into it, which. I did. <laughs> I saw the reviews, and then I bought it and think, think, oh, it seems cool, but it's short, which is a thumbs up for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, okay. It, I mean, it looks cool, uh, and it is cool. It's, it's a, it's it's a very straightforward puzzle game. So I, I haven't seen much of like any pre-release material prior to playing it, um, but I just knew it was a. Uh, sort of like storybook kind of um, not choose your own adventure but like uh, in the panels in like the storybook um, you're basically moving them around sort of like uh, that that game ages ago uh, framed where it's oh, like yeah. Yeah. you're moving the moving the frames in different orders and um, basically creating a story Um from the different positioning of the frames and the different characters that you put in each frame. Um, it's it's far more rigid than I expected. Um, but I like that because it is just simply a puzzle, basically. Each level, um, I think there's about... There's about 12 chapters and I think there's about four 
sort of per chapter. So mm -hmm. looking somewhere around 50 levels. Um, but each chapter um, is basically uh, a scenario. And a lot of them are, you know, derived from, you know, common storybook tales and stuff like Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet or Hamlet or mm. gosh, what are some of the other ones? All kinds of, um, uh, you know, Hans Christian Andersen books and, you know, different scenarios. And it, like, basically gives you what what to create, um, moving the panels and the characters around. So one might be, um, I don't know, star-crossed lovers commit suicide or something like that. Mm. Or, um, and you're having to position, okay, one's Romeo, one's Juliet. Um, okay each panel that you can put in has a has a certain theme to it so there can be like a love panel where two characters get married or there can be a deaf one where um you know a character dies and another one's by their gravestone that can be a you know succession to the throne panel where a certain character is made king or queen um and so, you know, there's all these different scenarios. Mm. Um, the, the, there's, mm, there's, there's a decent handful of those. Um, and the game keeps it interesting by introducing new ones all the time. And then it's just about putting those panels in the right order and assigning the right characters to to uh, particular panels. And it's, it's really charming, which you'd expect from something that's like, you know, storybook, old, you know, old tales... Um, kind of aesthetic, but like the animation that plays is, it seems so like custom and bespoke. Mm -hmm. Um, depending on like where you put the characters and how they'll act, like some of them have different personalities, and some of them have different um attributes and traits. So okay. some are more murderous and hateful than others. Um, so yeah, and it's just great seeing like the the little bespoke animations like play, uh, when you like just drag any character into any frame into any panel and it's like oh that's cool and there's like multiple solutions for like um certain puzzles um and it gives you like optional the option to like get that as well as well as you know what would consider to be the the most obvious uh solution so so yeah it's it, it's really charming it's really colorful it's 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 a fun it's just a straight up puzzle game it's like this is a scenario we want you to create create it and use a bit of um you know some sometimes a bit of deduction sometimes a bit of working out a bit of common sense mm -hmm. and it's just it's just that for 2 hours so I said I played it in one sitting you can't say stumble across a sort of like different solution um it, it, it's, if you're on your panel and you've got say the 3 mm -hmm frames or six frames and you're moving characters you're changing the kind of the the layout or the panel that's there and, and what happens between those sorts of things mm -hmm. can you sort of uh, uh you know for that page is there one solution or could you be like i've done it in this combination of things and actually it's made this completely different solution and there is you know that is a, a, a tick somewhere else or, or something yeah yeah, there are certainly a few levels. Um, it's probably uh, at least one every kind of like chapter. So there's four, four uh, mini chapters in each 
main chapter. Mm-hmm. So probably probably about a quarter of the levels have a different solution. Okay. Um, and there are just there are a few achievements as well mm. um, that I you know went back and looked and, and it's like oh um, maybe not a solution just but a, a new animation to see or a yeah. new scenario to see. Um, but yeah, most most levels are okay. There's only one solution and you have to reach it there just because of the um the constraints of how many frames you actually have you can use as least as possible if uh-huh. you want to but usually it's going to be about four or five or i think i think the maximum is six actually or maybe it's a bit more i can't remember maybe eight okay um but it's like you know if you can get to that solution quicker then you can do that but um yeah it's as I say, it's more rigid than I thought. I thought there'd be maybe a bit more. I get. I don't know if freedom's the right word. Maybe. Maybe more. Maybe just more solutions to different puzzles, and mm. maybe a bit more, a bit more branching, a bit more, you know, a bit more expansive than just like say the six or eight frames that you're given. Yeah. Um, but the ones that are there, are, as I say, the the kind of like hints that they give you, it's not like giving you straightforward. I want this, that, and the other. There's there's a bit of you have to infer what the mm-hmm. uh, title is, and you know a bit. There's a bit of working out in that as well. So um, yeah, it's it's it, it. I'm trying to make caveats for it, but I don't have to because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's like I feel like I have to make up. <laughs> Well, for what like everyone else said on Steam, because again, it's it's one of those that actually, if these sort of different little vignettes are taking kind of five, you know, minutes to kind of run mm. through and achieve, actually, you get through quite a lot in two hours. Yeah, true. So it's it, true. You know, it, yeah. is it a case that actually there's ten levels and they take you know, 10 minutes each to kind of complete um, mm-hmm. or, or, or 15 minutes each to complete? Or are there like 100 levels and they take three minutes each to complete? Because uh, that's say, a lot of, say, yeah. you know, uh, mm. it's, it's still a lot of content, even if you're it's mm-hmm. being delivered in that short space of time. Yeah. I, th- I think what, what hurts it the most is that, as I say, there's about 50 levels. I think... I think because it introduces more... More of those different types of panels, like a love panel, a death mm-hmm. panel, a succession to the throne panel, a uh, murder mystery, you know, witness yep. panel and stuff like that. I think because it introduces those elements at quite a quick cadence, mm-hmm. you're always having to go back to, tut- you know, tutorializing that new one. So it's like, okay, the first level in the first when you see like okay someone turns into a werewolf the first time you see that panel and the first time you use it it's it's giving you a very small and easy very straightforward level to tutorial right okay and then it's like when there's only three or maybe sometimes they leak over into other chapters say three to six more um chapters that actually use that Mm. um, particular panel it's like okay, we we we've already spent on doing a tutorial level, and so it feels like maybe you didn't need to do that because I think you can infer. I mean, you know what the 
mechanics of the game is so far. Mm. It seems like just using a bit of trial and error would have, you know, just made that easier instead of like, you know, holding the player's hand um, to tutorialize every new, uh, you know, like mechanic and scenario in there. So yeah, yeah. And you know, you got to be sympathetic to like. I mean, it didn't take the guy ten years just because you know. <laughs> You know, he had all this free time, and you know, you know, he had a massive team and of developers, and it's just like, you know, he oversaw a project of like hundreds of people. It's like, no, it's probably the guy probably has at least one or two other jobs at this point over the last ten years. It's like you you don't expect the world. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, you know, the the the, uh, the amount of polish and maybe the fact it was picked up by Annapurna is just like. A, some people may see that as a siren for oh this is a going to be a good quality long game and it's just like no it's just got a bit more polish and a bit more press yeah you know? absolutely and again the look at twelve minutes yeah, yeah yeah I mean I mean in in terms of like that got Hollywood actors that got you know, very polished up, but it's still the guy's vision, because I can't imagine anyone thought <laughs> Annapurna that that twist at the end was a, uh, a good idea, so it's just like, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. Think think, oh, Annapurna's on it, it's going to be this massive, expansive, mm. big game. Like Stray. I think Stray fell afoul to, like, those expectations when it was a really good game about a cat that lasted six hours, <laughs> you know, and people were expecting it to be, I don't know, uh, open world Oliver and Company or something like that. It's just like, no, yeah, no. yeah. Expectations in check, but I think it's a really good game, really well made, um, fun puzzles, good polish, very colourful. I hope he gets to do more levels in the future because. Oh, but could you imagine if charged money for the DLC? <laughs> five five pounds for implode. one additional panel. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'd do it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. As I say, if I didn't, I wouldn't have played it in one sitting. It was mm. just a really good way to like take my mind off stuff and just actually play a video game. Yeah, that's nice. I, nice. I think. I think that's what I need, just like straightforward puzzle games where it's like I don't have to listen to any character dialogue or anything like that or learn a hundred new mechanics. Sort of like Dredge. Sort of like Dredge. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Just plays itself, really, you know? Um, it, it's yeah. like, it, it's yeah. interesting something like Annapurna bringing a lot of these games because they've got such a broad range of uh, of titles that they publish. Um, just having a look at their kind of upcoming games. Um, mm-hmm. We've got Open Roads, um, Thirsty oh, Suitors. Yeah. That's the full, um, one. Uh, Open oh, yeah. Roads is it Fulbright? Mm, it maybe it was, but now it's by Open Roads team. Um, so it says, but it, I'm, yeah, I think you're right in that it was a Fulbright game because um, there was a little yeah. controversy around mm. the team or at least the Steve Gaynor yes the, there's yes I remember that was last year wasn't it um, but yeah they've got um, 
like a, a skin deep um, and a, a bunch of other games that are kind of coming out like a really broad range of, uh, of titles and just look back at their yeah. kind of like catalog as well it's absolutely yeah. uh, absolutely insane um, I think Stray would have uh, lined their pockets a bit, so hopefully they can invest in even weirder and smaller. Completely. Games. And one of your favourite games last year, Neon White, as well, um, is, oh, yeah. is Annapurna. Um, the Outer Wilds, which everyone absolutely loves. Um, you can, if you wish, mm-hmm. buy a bundle. Uh, you get a 10% discount on uh, an Annapurna bundle. But it's pretty much every game on Steam, um, and it's three hundred and sixty-one pounds because you get ten percent discount. But it's uh, it, it's Stray, Neon White, Solar Ash, Outer Wilds, Journey, Storyteller, What Remains of Edith Finch, Hohokam, The Pathless, Twelve Minutes, Artful Escape, Last Stop, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Gorogoa, Memoir Blue, uh, Maquette, Wattam, Ashen, Florence, I Am Dead, The Unfinished One. Donut County, If Found, Telling Lies, Flower, and Hindsight. Lots of that is uh, that's a good list that's of a, games. An amazing yeah. list of games. Yeah, um, a lot of which you can just pay twelve quid for and play on Game Pass <laughs> right yes, now. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, like even the ones that I, I weren't crazy about or didn't love as much as other people, like still really good. They're not all bangers, but it's close to it. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? It's like, even the bad ones are pretty, you know, it's an experience. They're pretty okay. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous, Annapurna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they've got an eye for it. So, mm, mm. long may Definitely. they continue. Definitely. And it, it, it's interesting seeing sort of them, the rise of, of Annapurna and, say, like Devolver Digital within that kind of indie publishing space. Mm-hmm. Both finding a very different kind of space to be in i suppose yeah. uh, which is great so a lot of pastels pastel color games whereas i associate devolver with just being like black white and red <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> like, chaos like logo yeah yeah <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of nice muted pastel colors <laughs> in annapurna's games so yeah I wonder if there's a Devolver's probably got a few more um, yeah. games than Annapurna do at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea how to find all of their yeah all 187 games. Oh no oh no no no! God. 108 games. Some of those include uh, oh, um, some of those 87 are, are DLCs <laughs> and soundtracks. But yeah, 108 games on Steam right That's now. That's a lot. And a lot of them are good. Uh, they're up gaming ones. Uh, is it Gunbrella? That looks fun. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that. What's it? Is it- called Angry Foot or something? Angry Foot, the yeah. Well, ang- yeah Anger Foot. Um, that looks good. Yeah, mm-hmm. by the Terra Nil sort of uh, uh, developers. Um, they did Terra Nil as well. Obviously, there's things like Enter the oh, Gungeon yeah. and stuff um, kind of from them. Uh, top sellers. Let's have a look on Steam. Top seller is Cult of the Lamb. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Then Inscription. Oh, really? Yeah, and then Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> Return to Monkey Island, yeah. Loop Hero, Hotline Miami 2, and then various others. Um, and, and again, things like Death's Door, 
Gree, mm. um, my friend Pedro. Like, there's tons of Gree? tons That's of. That's not a devolver game. It's not enough guns. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? That on should Steam be the Annapurna files. Abs- yes, you'd imagine it would be, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. um, oh, like, like things like Mother Russia bleeds, uh, like re- just yes, ridiculously really over the top one. games. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Good catalog. Yeah, good very catalog, good catalog. Yeah. You can't go wrong with th- those two yeah. developers. Just just play their games. Don't worry about anything else. That's all you need. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. I need, to, I need to find another good puzzle game. I mean, say that I should just look in my Steam. Yeah, just, just the game. About twelve. <laughs> it's just like I don't feel like that one today. Let me just go to the store and buy something else. Buy something new and ignore it for a few days. Um, so you oh, yeah. Well, that one exists. Yes. yes okay. I'll play yeah. that. Good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Um, is there anything kind of uh, on its way? Within the next kind of month or two, that you're really looking forward to, because I know you know well, both both you and I, I'm I'm finding uh, difficulty in time to kind of play games. I think you've sort of fallen in with a little bit of not a funk as such, but kind of you mm. you're in a, a position where you're like I want something you know different. I want to play. I'm going to play yeah. this because it's something different rather than just the same stuff over and yeah. over again. I, I want something that's very specific to my mood and I'm not going to know what that is I just hope I fall, stumble across it um, but uh, code I did get was it yesterday um, sh- is it Shadows of Doubt or is it oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah something Shadow like that yeah yeah I'm wondering the pluralization on that one um, which is uh, a game Shadows of Doubt which was um I was doing the rounds in the last Steam Festival, mm-hmm. uh, the demo. That's coming out in early access on the 24th, so I'll obviously check, recheck the embargo note. So um, hopefully when the embargo lifts, I might have played some of it. I've downloaded it to see if it worked on Steam Deck. I'll probably have to tweak too much of the uh, controls <laughs> to, to uh, play that comfortably, so... It's downloaded on my PC. I'm looking forward to that because it's basically a voxel first-person like immersive sim, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it looks very moody, like kind of Blade Runner-esque, like very dark and rainy urban city. Yes. Um, so yeah, and. Um, just here, I don't actually know what it's about. I think a lot of people are raving about it, but it's like. <laughs> They were just raving about it because it's an immersive sim, and they were just like, you can do this, that, and the other. It's like, yeah, but what, what, is he, what are you actually what, what am be I doing? doing? Am, I, am I hacking <laughs> yeah. stuff? Am I d- yeah. killing people? Am I driving yeah. around? Am I, I think you're doing? a detective. I think yeah. you're a detective. But, um, yeah, this seems like it'll scratch this itch, which um, probably only came into in probably the last five, no, probably more than that, um, why is time? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, when did Prey come out? And I played Prey a couple years after the fact. Anyway, let's say, in in terms of the 30 years I've been playing games, more recent, maybe in the last quarter yep. <laughs> of, um, yeah, uh, immersive sims. 
I mean, Hitman's basically an immersive yeah, experience. Yeah, uh, so. and, and the newer Deus Ex, or Deus Ex really in, completely is, mm-hmm. is, is an immersive sim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prey, which I know you really enjoyed as well. Um, to let you and let everybody know, the embargo is the 21st of April. So it's the week okay, before so the release, weekend, yeah. but so we'll discuss it the that. week it releases, yeah. basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the only reticence I have is like, oh, if I really like it, am I just not going to want to play anything until it comes <laughs> out for real? <laughs> you know? I'll just be like, I'm not playing it. Silk Song. I don't care. It's out. I want to play Shadows of Doubt. It's not yeah, yeah. Access, so, so yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I'll definitely give it a go. Um, so, what? So yeah, was, that's, that's it. But what was the game that came out which looks incredibly like this? But you're a taxi driver in a hover car. Oh, cloud strife. Um, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> cloud. Cloud, cloud, oh, Cl- uh, cloud punk. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the most obvious uh, name that it would be after cloud. Yeah, cyberpunk. Oh games, yeah, that is. Because yeah. they yeah, um, they had another game coming mm, out as well, didn't they? Yes, but gosh, what was that though? Was that like a? Was that like more of a sim? City, because I think it was like when you were actually like on the on the ground. And yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, if it was like a sim game, like where you build a city or okay, or if okay. it's more of an adventure game in the city. Yeah, like, only because this reminds me, or Shadows of Doubt reminds mm-hmm. me of Cloudpunk quite a lot. You know, the similar kind mm-hmm. of cyberpunk aesthetic, the 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 use of kind of like voxels, um, that kind of tone to it uh, mm-hmm. uh, seems or feels very very similar. Yeah. I must say, even though I just launched it on um, Steam Deck and then pretty much closed it because I realised the controls would have been a bit of a faff, um, the voxels look kind of good. You know yeah. I mean? It's like, it's like um, I didn't know there's so many levels to voxel. It's like pixel art when you see like really good pixel art. It's just, mm, that's highly detailed. Yeah, this um, this is good. Oh, so it the their next game mm-hmm. uh, again is sort of you know looks like it's coming straight off of the back of Cloudpunk, is called Nivalis. Right. Um, yes, that rings. A and bell. it's a yeah, uh, it is a sim life sim kind of game. Grow your business, manage restaurants and nightclubs, make friends and enemies, buy and decorate apartments, go fishing, and maybe even find love in Nivalis. The city that stretches from the ocean to the clouds. Um, interestingly, the tone is still there, but it's it looks a little different. Some stuff looks voxel, but the yeah. characters are like 3D models instead. Uh, very smooth, okay. yeah. very smooth 3D models living in this very kind of voxel world, which is a little bit of a... A little bit of disparity between that, but it, even, yeah. that looks even better. Like uh, the yeah, reflections, that, the lighting, yeah. everything looks even better than Cloudpunk did. Yeah, uh, and if there's one thing about Cloudpunk, it looked very good. Mm. Um, 
think that might have been one of the first games I played on like my new PC. Yeah. I can't really remember. But yeah, it just looked really good. Well, my new PC at the time. <laughs> yeah, several years ago, yeah. whenever Cloudpunk actually came out. Yeah. Yeah, because I got it in 2020. Yeah. Just before yeah. The yeah. Yeah, it looked real good. It looked real good. It's like, I don't need a graphics card to play Doom. Or Witcher or Red Dead. I've got me indie games, me very pretty indie games. Hooray! But yeah, um, I mean, I I don't even know what games are coming out this year, so it's just like I, I, there's nothing to look forward to because Silk Songs and Myth and Lies never coming out. So I, I guess the Breath of the Wild thing. Mm. Um. Tears of the Kingdom. I think I'd give that a shot. I think I just... I, I like the exploration in the first game enough just to not look at any more of the preview stuff yeah. and just jump in. It's like, I've got money sat in that account that I've got from a few Christmases past and it's not sitting, it's not going anywhere. Might as well just use it on Breath of the Wild and hopefully get lost in that. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah. Anything for you coming up? Um, Spider-Man 2 is meant to be out this year? Yeah, I mean, I I kind of... I'm in this weird space that... Mm -hmm. I don't really kind of... You know, the kind of games that I would normally play on console. So sort of more of the action games. Stuff like Jedi Survivor, which is coming out at the end of this month. Um, Oh, is it? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I would like to play, but I want to kind of play it on the sofa... In an evening, but I don't even know if there's a PS4 version of that game coming out. I would imagine there is, but Mm. uh, uh, I'm at that kind of point with with gaming where I'm ready now for kind of that next jump. And again, I probably need to beef the PC up very slightly um, for Mm -hmm. kind of the new games coming out. Stuff like Elden Ring, which is a 2021 game now, um, or a 2022 game. 22, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, isn't it looks good, but you know, I I think the stuff that's going to start coming out is is will will start to look a little bit old on on the PC now. Um, yeah. Whereas if you just had if I had a PlayStation Five that was just out the box, everything's here. Don't worry about new components or all of these kinds of bits. Yeah, yeah. Because I never thought about that, because I've got the Series X, and mm. to be honest, um, I mean, in terms of, like, performance, you know, you can't really compromise on that, but you're not missing anything. <laughs> I like, at all, whatsoever. Um, oh, Tokyo... Not Tokyo Jungle. Ghostwire Tokyo came on Game Pass today. Right. Um, so, that's installed. Might oh, nice, that. okay. Okay. Mm. Um... Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see what you think about that because it doesn't seem like your kind of game. I, mean, I like how weird it looked, mm. you know? Um, I, th- I think what would put me off m- more is the fact that I think people said it was just filled with a lot of filler. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, open world filler rather than just like make a cool six, seven hour game that's weird and yeah. We'll see, we'll see. I think I just want to see it running and see it in action 
I just want to be. I just want to walk around like rainy Tokyo for a little bit, and then I'll probably just bail. Yeah. Um, you see the first ghost, you're like, no, you're right. Don't worry. I'm just. I'm just going over <laughs> yeah. here instead. I'll just have a look over here. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but I know what you mean. Like, um, it feels like we need a next generation already. <laughs> That's what <laughs> it feels like. It feels like this one is just not doing it. Um, and obviously things get better towards the end, like people used to the tech and, you know, yes. they started off in a pandemic anyway, so things are already weird, but yeah, I think, I think I'm just nestling into my little niche of, I'll play what I want when I want to. And, you know, it's, it's always going to be something that's a little bit offbeat or like 30 years old. Mm, so, mm. <laughs> it's just like, mm. Yeah. 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 Fair. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I might just, uh, just a quick mention. The only other one, which is coming this year, I think, is um, called Synergy, which is a city builder. But it's got this okay. uh, kind of tone to it, which is, I suppose, more recently closer to something like Sable, perhaps, in terms of sort of the aesthetic quality that it's got to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a bit of a disparate kind of feel that older kind of management games like um, Theme Park and those kinds of mm-hmm. uh, games where you're not... Uh, like Ixion was very much uh, um, try and absolutely... you know Land is the commodity here and you have to make this as efficient as possible. Synergy kind of yeah. looks like you can spread that little bit. Um, it doesn't have necessarily the same kind of survival elements that things like Banished and those kinds of games and a couple of other ones that have come out more recently uh, or on their way out uh, um, do like Endzone and stuff like that uh, um, have to them. Synergy just looks like it's going to be just fun Um, and it's got kind of you know uh, city builder elements to it. There is a story um, with different events that kind of happen and stuff throughout it as well so I think that's kind of my yeah, my two probably synergy and Jedi uh, Survivor. Uh, but who knows if I'll ever play? If I ever get time to actually play any of these games? Mm. Synergy is not the Half Life Two mod. Um. No. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to trying to find it on Steam. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I've just I've just seen a little trailer yeah. on YouTube. That looks pretty. That looks calming. Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I like I like the art style in that. Look at this dude. Yeah. This is, this is my kind of art style. My kind of chill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's well pretty. I want to play this. <laughs> Get it on the wish list, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. It probably already is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> More than likely, yeah. Lovely art style. Yeah. I just, the amount of city builders that I put on my wish list and thinking, oh, this looks cool. Will I ever play it? No, this isn't even my kind of genre. Why do I do this? Um, I guess it helps the algorithm for them, but uh, mm. yeah, Synergy's going on my... Oh, this is fantastic. I just want... I'll just ask you to stream it so I can just yeah. look at it. <laughs> Live vicariously. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we can we can just sit on Discord. I'll just stream it on Discord. Um, yeah. Which is, I suppose, is a good point for me to round up the episode and say to you, friends, if you want to come and watch me play Synergy when it releases, if we can organise that, um, 
come to our Discord, hit one of us up, or go to outoflives.net to look at the post for the podcast and any of the previous episodes as well. And there is a link to our Discord in there. Um, before we finish out completely, I will mention Flashdance Feeling. Um, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it softened that, that that bitterness and that pineness softened a little bit, and the alcohol that kind of okay. uh, uh, that slightly more fragrant pininess that I was getting it definitely all softened. It didn't harden in a way that it leaned yeah. more into the kind of more uh, aniseed kind of licorice end, which it felt like that red currant could very easily do. Didn't get to that oh. point, which was nice. It stayed uh, um, with a little bit of that that sweetness, um, and as I say, it softened very slightly. So, um, uh, yeah, a very very nice beer, and uh, I would suggest, as I did at the start, that this is a, a lovely beer just to finish your night out on as well. Um, have a couple of beers during the day, sit down in an evening in, in the last bit of sun, and enjoy one of these. Yeah, when the sun eventually comes out. Who knows when that will be? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow will be sunny we'll all day. Mm. <laughs> oh, Synergy was on my wish list. Already. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, friends, you can get me at Nova underscore 47. Lucy is... Juicy Loose 9. And you can tell us the beers that you're drinking or what's on your wish list. And you'll probably find I mean, don't look games. at mine. Mine's just full of shame. Uh, I've got like 900 games on my wish list or something. No. It's, like, um, it's a lot. Uh, and it's like, I need to start hacking this down. But I feel so guilty. It's like, will I ever buy this game? What about poor little indie developer who needs the mm. wish list things? Like the games in 2014, they don't care anymore. They're defunct. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I, my, my goes back to 2017. My mm. my wish list. Um, it's maybe maybe 50 ish games on it. Oh, lucky you! Mine's 891. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, that looks cool. Brilliant. <laughs> Still hasn't come out in 10 years. I'll leave it on there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe I've maybe got about ten or twelve, which are kind of coming soon, um, mm-hmm. even without kind of release dates. I think the the latest one that has come out, or the latest couple that came out, were were uh, uh, Road ninety six Mile Zero. So mm-hmm. they've released the prequel mm-hmm. for that, and then Tron Identity, oh, which yeah. came out yesterday as well. I think um, Tron game. Yes, mate. That's the new Bithel uh, Games game. Mm. They made a Tron game. What kind of? What kind uh, of it's a visual novel. It's in the style of Subsurface Circular, so it oh. follows a very similar kind of um, narrative uh, um, and visual novel sort of style. That that that. that I wish I cared is. about Tron. But Tron's great. I fucking love Tron. I've never watched it. Has anyone? Has anyone seen Tron? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Your chief Wigan, the only. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe I should do that one time. Watch Tron. I mean, <laughs> does it hold up now, or just <laughs> you could watch Tron. You could watch Tron. Um, I'll just think of the Simpsons. Episode. Yeah, just just do that Marvel instead. Life. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I mean, the, I, I liked the newer film that came out. Again, that must be more than okay. 10 years ago now. Um, and there yeah, was there yeah. was other stuff in development. Like, there was a cartoon, I think, for, for Disney in development, and they were going to make another film. And it all just sort of died a bit of a death. Um, but it's nice to see that the IP is being used, and, and used in this kind of way as well. Like, everyone wants a mm. light cycle game. Of course they do. That's fucking cool yeah. as shit. But uh, um, to have... Yeah, I think I remember playing the a, a game of Tron where it is just a cycling game yeah. or something for like an achievement or something so yeah uh, there are definitely <laughs> so I broke my Tron duck um, yeah I, I mean maybe when it goes on sale and if it gets good reviews but I'm very positive already um, yeah maybe I'll check it out and it's like if I like some of this Tron universe, then why not? But my my sci-fi is, as we as we both know, very selective. <laughs> it's got to be grounded enough and not have any stupid aliens getting married or something. Like that. I mean, Just Tron doesn't have aliens getting married. It's all about uh, <laughs> it kind of being absorbed into VR almost, um, yeah. and into the the gaming world and actually programs and things uh, having consciousness i suppose mm. um there was there's a there's a game called tron 2.0 which came out in 2003 which looks all sorts of jank um <laughs> like uh, amazingly um but that, again another that oh, was disney yeah. kind of published when did the film come out monolith wow. when did the film come out um, oh, that was August 2003. Tron so, uh, Legacy. I think it was around then. 2010, like... the second film came out. Yeah. So they were obviously doing things in between. So, you know, they, they, this this game comes out in 2003. A film follows several years later. We're now getting Tron Legacy. And I've seen um, uh, uh, Mike Bithell publish uh, or tweet some published articles which basically say there are more Tron games in development in partnership with Bithel Games as well. Okay. So it oh, seems okay. like they've maybe got some kind of multi-game deal within the Tron sort of oh, uh, universe, which is good. great. Because if this I does mean, have those... the studio afloat for several years. Absolutely. Get that Disney money in. Um, yeah. And if they do have you know, success with this one, it only allows them to just keep building on that, that pedigree as well. Um, yeah. And to, to push Tron a little bit a little bit more into everyone's hearts. Hooray. Hey. You know <laughs> what? The only Tron that I want to play is Toe Jaminel. Panic. Panic. Panic on Funkatron. Panic on Funkatron. Yeah. Welcome to Funkatron, okay, well, Panic on Funkatron, yeah. That's the only Tron game I want. That's fair, yeah. That's a good game. <laughs> yeah. Completely different kind of game to the first Toe Jam and L. They just, like, let's just make a completely different game. But, you know, why not? If I, if I wanted to have a drink with any video game characters, it'd be Toe Jam and L, for sure. <laughs> you know? You're going to end up in some interesting places. Hey, just you start off in some kind of Hawaiian bar, just sat on the beach, just you know chilled, and suddenly you're like face down in puke in a in a New York yes. underground nightclub or something like that. Just yeah, yeah. 
Explain that into part. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. <laughs> what a good point to finish out on for the week. Um, tweet us. Come to outvalues.net. Do all of those things. Rate review us on your podcast service of choice because it always helps. Tell a friend and spread the word of uh, uh, coming in, hanging out with us and chatting to us about video games and craft beer. Thanks for joining us this week. We will catch you very, very soon. Uh, Lucy, would you like to leave our listeners with any pearls of wisdom this week? Um, take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. The hailstones are heavy. You don't want to mm. get crushed by one. Mm. Mm. Always bring an umbrella if you're in the UK. Good. You, you just never know. Man, like a pocket pocket umbrella. Be a really good invention. Yes, a retractable yeah. one. A really retractable one. Mm. Yeah. Someone patent that. We'll get on it. We'll um, get on it. Just, just just do the idea. Take our idea. It's fine. You you get the money for it. Oh, that's fine. Absolutely. I just want one. I'll buy it. You, you Someone yeah. else sort yes. it out. Yeah. Yes. Do it for the, the people. Mm. <laughs> Good. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Bye. <Yes. laughs> www.outoflives.net